Learn to squint. Squinting is an invaluable technique used by artists and something we can apply in our own lives too. For artists, it's simple to do. You just periodically look at your work with your eyes partially closed. Here's what a very fine artist, Robert Genn, has to say about the subject. Quote, Looking at work with half-closed eyes has several benefits. Simply put, squinting makes note of weak areas. Squinting tells you what's wrong and what's bad. Squinting lets you know where darkness or lightness might be added. Also, by drawing together the eyelids, you see the subject as more or less reduced to black and white. When work is viewed without the benefit of color, decisions can be more readily made. It seems that in standard easel working vision, you can't see the forest for the trees. End quote. Isn't that one of the common mistakes we make in life, focusing on the trees instead of the forest? If we apply the squinting technique to our lives, it will help us extract ourselves from all the details and see our major energy patterns. Doing this as a regular habit can help keep our lives on course. Even the position of the eyes is significant. Here's what Paramahansa Yogananda writes about the great yogi, Lahiri Mahashaya. Quote, his intense joy of God communion is slightly revealed in a somewhat enigmatic smile. His eyes, half open to denote a nominal direction on the outer world, are half closed also, completely oblivious to the poor lures of the earth. He was fully awake at all times to the spiritual problems of seekers who approached for his bounty. How can we translate the physical squint of an artist into the mental and spiritual squint that would be so helpful in life? What is needed above all is to back off from involvement in the innumerable details and problems of daily living. Another way of describing a spiritual squint would be to look at the canvas of life through a mind that is half involved and half detached. See the broader goals of your incarnation. Are they poorly focused or set off to the side? When our minds are too involved in problems or too focused on the poor lures of the earth, we can't see the larger picture. The best time for a spiritual squint is toward the end of a meditation, when our minds and hearts are somewhat already withdrawn. Relax your gaze up toward the point between the eyebrows and spend a few minutes considering the broad patterns of your life. Do they line up with your aspirations? Or have you allowed your soul to get caught in the cobweb of little hopes, dreams, and worries? Once you perceive the weak areas and what's wrong or bad, as the artist said, it is time to get to work. Paint over those parts that should be eliminated and start adding more light and color to those parts that will bring you true joy. Swami Kriyananda said, 
We're all works in progress. God isn't finished with us yet. With a squint and a half smile, Nayaswami Jyotish. I use this um, analogy of the way artists uh, are able to look at a canvas and see major patterns. I use this myself regularly when I'm painting because you can get so caught up in little brush strokes or whether the leaves on this tree are exactly right or wrong that you forget to look at the overall painting. It helps, first of all, to step back from your painting and not be too close to it. Uh, as a famous artist said, paintings are to be seen, not to be nosed. And um, so you need to step back from life also and try to see the larger picture, see the whole canvas of your life. But then squinting is another technique altogether. What happens when you squint as an artist is, as this man, Robert Gann, explained, you uh, reduce the details and you reduce the color almost to black and white. And what that does is it allows you to see the major patterns. A good painting has basically several blocks of energy and the energy will flow from one block to another block. One might be made up of, um, say, rocks along the seashore, and that leads the eye into a wave, and the wave maybe leads the eye into a distant wave and then into a sunset, almost like you're waving, weaving back and forth in the painting to, to get to... A, a canvas that is well-balanced and, and energetic. But squinting in life, um, as I was saying, uh, for our spiritual life, means to kind of half-close off from the details and to look at the large patterns of your life. Sometimes people have trouble with this, a technique that I have used occasionally when I don't know the direction to go, first of all, I pray to Master or to Swami to give me guidance. But sometimes that doesn't come. And sometimes I need to basically clarify what I'm asking. So I need to ask the right question. And if I'm too focused on the details, I can't even do that. And so if I have a problem that I'm trying to solve, Sometimes I will back off or detach myself by basically using the mental trick of saying, if I were advising my best friend in how to proceed with this particular question or particular problem, what would I tell him and that or her? What would, what would the advice be there? And that allows me to have a little bit of detachment from my own involvement, my own attachment to the way things should go according to my likes and dislikes, and to look at it in such a way as to see how this might be balanced, how it might especially 
fit in better to my long-term goals, which for me is spiritual freedom, and probably for you is the same, or certainly that's a strong part of your life's direction, or you wouldn't be interested in reading our blogs. And so it's a good practice to learn to do a spiritual squint at the end of meditation. And I hope it works for you. It certainly has for me. God bless you.